0: go there we go let me check the levels on this thing too
1: check i can hear myself i'm pretty good
0: there you go i've got uh oh there we go yeah just go ahead and pull that arm closer
1: now nah, i got it and man, i'll pull this, this this whole thing in you know i have my own podcast too right
0: did i didn't know that
1: yeah we're called neon voices man i'll, I'll have you on one day man. neon
0: we're, neon voices neon voices man where why where'd that come from
1: um it's actually my friend frank uh i got introduced to him through lindsey shaw yeah and me and him became like real good friends and like now she like, knows everybody. Yes, like now like me and him are like it's it was his podcast, you know, he started it. Do you gotta grab you left your beer all the way up on the uh Oh god damn
0: it. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Give me a second. all right, here we go. All right, there we go. So remember you got your headphones in. Okay. Oh shit! Is he gonna? Steve did it, yep. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Madness Continues podcast. We got Steve Curry here, dude. This is probably like the maddest fucking podcast you're gonna have. Bro. I'm glad you got. I'm glad you got some time off from the Golden State Warriors to come down here. <laughs> yeah, man. I know,
1: right, man? Fucking <laughs> shooting all those three point shots, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's fucking people don't respect how good my game is. You so, know I mean?
0: <laughs> so as I was saying before we started the podcast, normally I'm drinking cider, but Steve brought a beer. Yeah, so we're and beer and I'm drinking this one beer that i had in the fridge so cheers, cheers man. man Clink.
1: Yeah. all day all right here we go ah, mm, from new holland michigan mm.
0: tangerine space machine I'm
1: drinking a local chicago beer uh, maplewood breweries uh their chicago pilsner uh it's called pulaski pills It actually has like the fucking pulaski like pink line stop yeah he's got the whole thing right there no, it's, it's actually really good it's it's like the smoothest pilsner i ever drank dude it's not you know what i'm saying like yeah, how Pilsner's can be, like, kind of, like, bitter, hear me?
0: That's true. This guy's <laughs> not bitter. Pardon me. I'm
1: also drinking hot tea because it's freezing outside. Dude, do you have any green tea? Yeah, I can get you some. All right, we'll and do then, that. I'll get that after the podcast. Like, right now, it's, like, not the time to be trying to get up and fucking... You know. <laughs> Moving around when we're going to yeah, do in the pod. exactly. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. I was...
0: uh This whole weekend, I... It's been kind of weird because I've been... The day job is just, it's just killing me lately. And... Yeah. I had started. I normally drink cider on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, which is why this episode will probably come out on the nineteenth. I think because this coming week I'm going to air an episode that I did with the guys from Cider Scene, which is a, colla- a group I collaborate with in the cider community. For sure. To do interviews with people in the cider community. Yeah. And it was Cider Fest this week in Chicago, and we went to Cider Summit. Uh, Navy Pier yesterday so I brought all my Podcasting equipment nice and set up And just day just got wasted you get Day drunk just off got, of applesauce Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what's up bro. pretty much man And I, We were just hanging out at Navy Pier in the Aeon ballroom or whatever mm-hmm. And I was just getting blasted And like just doing all these because it's Like once they find out that you're like a member Of like some kind of community yeah, or some Media shit. group yeah. they're yeah. like oh shit Like come here and l- try this Try well let's get your reaction to this and so it was so weird because the whole reason I got involved with these guys is they were like, oh, man, you're going to get so much free product. And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. Also,
1: too, like, as much free product as they give you, dude, that's, like, free press for you, too, man. Because, like, you know, like, for them, it's like you they don't know your reach, but, like, your reach could be, like, thousands so, or, like, millions. So, you know, when they want to give you that stuff, that's like publicity for them, man. It's free. It's all. It all shakes out, man. You get drunk for free, and they get free fucking like advertising. Yeah. So that was so kind of
0: that was kind of the so it, yeah kind of the, the value exchange is kind of like I, you know, I know how to host a, a podcast, and I'm a comedian, so like we can have interviews with people, and they're they're pretty fun. Yeah. And like I can keep it fun and interesting, and then uh, in exchange, like I get kind of like exposure to their audience. And they like uh you know, they don't have to buy any of the equipment or any of that sort of stuff. So like and they have a quite a big like distribution. So we did this is the second episode that we recorded with those guys, uh, for sure. That which is uh Nolan and Trevor from Cider Scene, the the bad boys of Cider. Wait, they- so there's like a <laughs>
1: there's like a cider podcast in Chicago?
0: Well, there's a cider podcast called I think it's called like Cider Chat or something. And it's not in Chicago. These guys uh they the, they don't have i mean this podcast would be their podcast meaning like the episodes they do i yeah. produce but like uh they have like a newsletter and they do a lot of reviews of cider so they yeah. have like a huge distribution for that
1: johnny apple will be proud as fuck
0: right now i know <laughs> yeah, right like, so he excited. sold all these goddamn seeds across the country that's so it's so true though because like people <laughs> don't understand like that's what that story's about it's yeah. like he was uh, a hard cider maker he was the guy he's based yeah. off of a real guy
1: i know i know he's like yo if I, i'm going across i got like all these fucking seas let's fucking build some orchards? That's pretty much exactly what it... He was like the Lewis and Clark of fucking apples. bro. Yeah, like, and it wasn't to, to,
0: like, eat... The, but that's the thing that, like, people... The, I never knew until I was an adult, is they're like, it's not because... They tell that story to children, Yeah. but it's like, he didn't do that because we could have apples to eat. He did that because we could have apples to drink. Yeah, I like, mean, but, like, with, if you... It f- fermented so we could get wasted.
1: If you think about it, dude, like, all the kids' stories that we know and love, dude, have, like, very adult context to them because, like, it's only adult... Kids aren't writing stories, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's true. Fucking, there's no kids writing fucking. <laughs> Spongebob Squarepants. This is why, like, you fucking have episodes about Plankton trying to kill himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's, so, that's so real, man.
0: It's true. And then, the, like, all of these old, like, fairy tales have these old, like, Grimm's fairy tales have these okay. old original Germanic versions that are just Dude,
1: awful. They're called Grimm, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, how many Grimm kid the, the, stories do The you Grimm know? brothers. Exactly. Like, fucking, uh... Bitches from fucking uh, Cinderella was cutting their toes off to try to like fucking put their foot into a fucking shoe so they can marry the richest nigga in the land, <laughs> which I get. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's a couple toes to have millions of dollars? You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking, uh, That's hey, so you know real, dude.
0: If somebody was like, give me your pinky toe for a million bucks, I'd be hey, like, "Absolutely." Done. Nigga, like, what the fuck am I going to
1: do with a pinky toe, bro? I ain't no athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like, I tell jokes, nigga. And like, it's, there's nothing athletic about comedy. You know what I'm saying? Unless, <laughs> unless, like, you fucking need to be in shape to walk back and forth across a huge stage like, I feel camp- like I Hart, watch Chris you know Rock
0: go back and forth across the stage and Yo, I'm like, Man he's burning calories. Nobody
1: walks more than Kevin Hart. That's why this <laughs> nigga's had abs, bro. Like he does marathons and shit. He's so tiny. Yeah, I mean, like fuck, shit. If I was five three, dude, like, fuck, is that know, how tall he is? He's five three. He's like five three, man. Yeah, oh, like man. him and Cat Williams are like an inch apart or some shit. I know Cat
0: Williams is like tiny, tiny,
1: but, but that's why they're so funny, bro. Because like, He has to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, no, how women are like Williams, fucking, try, fucking five foot three, dude. How, you know how I mean? is that's true? How
0: is um Cat Williams? How was he a pimp, man? Because he's five. Every bitch that he was working had
1: to be taller than him. He, dude, he has a gift to get, dude. Like, un, like, understandably, bro, like excuse me being from like a a impoverished level like being like a minority dude gives you like you got to play to a certain level yeah to be like equal with a lot of other people so you got to learn how to like fucking be on top of your shit yeah you got to
0: navigate yeah navigate the the social world
1: exactly it's like dude like a lot of i was uh hanging out with my friends earlier and i was talking about uh how most of the women that i date are like like i date like a lot of like overweight white women you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. But those women also have no less than a master's degree. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So like yeah. I'm dating very like intelligent, affluent women. Yep. They're just like you know I'm black, so you know no skinny bitches want to fuck. You. <laughs> you know I mean? like, so, so I'll, I'll date the overweight ones who own. Condos. I feel like skinny you know bitches. Like,
0: skinny bitches would be afraid to fuck you because they're you. You look like you destroy them. Oh, dude!
1: I hey, man. You know what? This, I mean, dick talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to talk about my penis, but like I do all right. You know what I'm saying like, oh, I'm doing okay. But you know what? 29- I, this is true.
0: You know, Steven, What's funny though is that's true about my my family also is that uh, almost all the almost all the men in my mom's side of the family very few of them have uh college degrees yeah. like a lot of them don't but all the women they fuck with either have married baby mamas whatever all of them are like have master's degrees and like are set because you
1: know what like the- i feel
0: like it's a skill actually is to be like can i can i ca- can i get i don't want to say capture that sounds so fucked up can i <laughs> capture can i lure in a <laughs> right. woman but you know what? it's like, but, like but even, there's even something like- about it where it's like can i can i get the, catch the attention of a woman who's more really, educated yeah and together and has her shit together but
1: like you know i know a lot of educated dumb motherfuckers though you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you can be you could graduate from fucking harvard and still be dumb as shit do like yeah you know what I mean? like common sense isn't common is what my mom used to say yeah so like com- like common sense and like knowing how the world works goes a long way as two, opposed two to different like things yeah specializing in one fucking thing and being like in highly intelligent and it's one thing you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah i agree 'Cause a lot of doctors, man, they're very they fucking know everything about the human body, but they like can't fucking pay their bills. You know what I'm saying? Like you
0: know what I'm saying? Like is, Yeah, there's I mean the two different types of intelligence. Yeah. There's more than one. There's there's like social intelligence, emotional intelligence, intelligence. Yeah, oh, Jesus Christ. They have like academic intelligence. I Most, feel like we're really focused there's a world that's very focused on one kind of intelligence.
1: I mean yeah, but I mean but like also too it's like I yeah, because it's just like the world we live in, like the The academic intelligence is like the most important, but also too like, I mean, we all live in houses. None of these people who build houses are like you know have degrees. Like the architects who design the houses yep. have degrees. Yep. But the people who are actually putting in the work, dude, are just like regular people. Yeah. Just, and, and a lot of those <laughs>
0: people could probably build their own house at a certain exactly. point exactly and yeah, not yeah. be an architect. What um? All right, so hold on, I gotta talk about this. You're a huge Chelsea football fan. Yeah. He's he's got. Steve's wearing, uh, got his <laughs> dude, Chelsea jersey man, on. We just
1: got our ass kicked 6-0 to fucking Manchester City today, dude. It was like not even worth going to a bar. Uh, that blows. You know, it it was, I don't even want to talk I'm about
0: it. I'm sorry that. to tell you, my, my, <laughs> my family are all Arsenal fans.
1: Hey, you know what, man? Like, almost real shit, like a few years ago, um, Chelsea beat Arsenal 6-0. Yeah, and like I was super happy because like I I fucking hate Arsenal, but now like now I know what it feels like. Like today I witnessed Chelsea's largest defeat ever in the Premier League era.
0: Well, Chelsea and Arsenal are not really the the they're not rivals. They're not traditionally rivals.
1: Not traditionally li- rivals, but they occupy the same space. It's like. If if Chicago had like five like six teams, got it, and like there's like the North Side of rivalry, and then yeah. like, the, like you know,
0: yeah, it'd be like the Sox. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like Sox versus Cubs. Cubs yeah, it's, yeah, it's
1: exactly what it is. Like okay, like we're all in this city, and like we occupy a certain space, so we have our fans, and then when we play each other, we're like basically playing for like. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fucking bragging rights of, like, the city that we live in. Oh, yeah,
0: just trying to... Okay, so that makes sense. Because the traditional rivals of Arsenal are Tottenham Hotspurs.
1: Yeah, because they're, they're both occupied... They're, they're both in, like, North London. Yeah. And Tottenham and <laughs> Arsenal are, like, only, this like... This is a riveting
0: podcast yeah. for an American <laughs> audience. This I is mean, great.
1: But they're only, like, six miles away from each other. So, like, they're very fucking close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like... You know what I'm saying? If there's, like, a, a team in, like... The West side of Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Like, the west side is far from like fucking north side where the Cubs play right here where we live, where you're at, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So, like, there's, you know, it's, it's like being like fucking your next door neighbor. It's like the Joneses, you know what I'm saying? Uh it's like, yeah. oh, you're, ah, oh, I see it's my just neighbors doing Everybody just
0: gives us that proximity. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, like, dude, one of the biggest rivalries I like to watch, uh, outside of like the Manchester Derby, which is what they call rivalries in London, is, uh, the uh the Liverpool Derby, which is uh Liverpool and uh, Everton, yeah, because like no shit, dude, like they're fucking their stadiums are literally like a field away from each other. <laughs> oh my god, like, you can, like seriously, it's, it's, it's like, like literally a giant. It's, yeah. li- it's literally like fucking like three mile. Like, well, like,
0: but the thing that people in the states don't understand is that football rivalries in Europe, but particularly in the UK, are vicious. Yeah, like pe- teams. Genuinely, like you think about the what the Glasgow, uh, what, uh, oh, ra- oh uh,
1: Rangers and uh, fucking, uh, Rangers and, um, Celtic, dude. Yeah. They, yeah. those two teams, I mean, like, that is sincerely,
0: people get fucked up over that rivalry.
1: It, but like, only, also, too, not only is it about proximity to like closeness of like the, these teams, but, but there's it's a also h- like, uh, there's an ethnic history to not, each of these not teams. Not ethnic, but like, uh, um religious dude so like, oh yeah uh, that's what it is it's, like, it's uh so a Celt- catholics versus Protestants? Catholic, yeah celtic versus protestant yeah fucking it's uh and dude they fucking go in it is great to watch on a like on a pitch you know what i'm saying like on a football field <laughs> it's like like we're gonna like i hate you but like we're gonna settle this like on like a ground like we have a hollow ground that we're gonna fucking settle these differences and bragging rights and like hopefully it doesn't spill out into the streets but like we've designated that it's gonna happen, happen on the field. On yeah. the field. <laughs> well, it's not
0: because they they actually they won't serve. You can't drink at at the field in uh, in the UK. You can't drink at the actual stadium. No, absolutely not. You drink dude, at the pub. You go to the game.
1: Dude, on some real shit. There a uh, the NFL man changed the rules about drinking like glass like having glass bottle alcohol Oh yeah, you definitely can't do that. At game because of fucking uh, a Cleveland Browns game, dude. Like there was what? a dude, yeah, there there was a game back in uh, like I think it was 2001, if I'm not mistaken, where dude like the fucking refs just blew a fucking call and like the Browns were at, like, dude, we know the Browns ain't shit. They ain't never been shit. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, yeah. they, they were <laughs> the having Browns. they were having a great season, and like this one fucking blown call by the refs changed the fucking fabric of a game. Yeah. That could have seen them like advance to the playoffs. Something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like all the fans were like throwing like glass bottles at the refs. Like dude, the fucking refs like had to leave the field. Oh my god. Because the fans were fucking like throwing shit at them and yeah. batteries and fucking bottles. And the game wasn't even over, dude. Yeah, like, still the, playing. Game, the game wasn't even over. Like they had the NFL was like, "Yo, you have to come back on." There's 13 seconds left in this game. You, you got to come back on the out, field and play come, yeah. in the glass. No, <laughs> you, you, you had to take a knee. We have to officially end this game, and you got to come back on the oh field. Oh my god, this is madness. Yeah, dude, and it, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's, I, that's why I love sports man like real shit? I,
0: it's so funny because I didn't when I was younger I didn't enjoy watching i I didn't really watch sports I didn't really enjoy playing them I didn't really watch them I was a kid who like just didn't I think because my parents tried to get me to play soccer when I was young I wish because it was like the 90s yeah. and I'm not a guy who can play soccer like i I it, in college I played it in intramural leagues and really enjoyed it yeah but like I could not do it when I was younger I probably should have been playing football not nah, or something out something a little more like I needed to hit people. There
1: was no, there was no soccer in the hood where I was from, like Youngstown, Ohio. So like all we played, we had baseball and we had like football. Like football was like the like American football was like the shit, dude. So like yeah. I played I played American football growing up until like.
0: So how did you become wait? So how did you become a Chelsea fan then? So you grew up in Youngstown, and I, I will talk about that in a minute. But mm-hmm. like what. How, at what point did you really enjoy playing or and in, in watching, you know, uh, okay. European football?
1: So uh, watching like European football was um. so I grew up in Youngstown, but like I in my teenage years, my family moved to like the a suburb of of Youngstown, east side of Youngstown, which is like Campbell, Ohio. Got it. Represent. Shout out. Um, so, <laughs> Campbell, Ohio. Yeah. So there's like a lot of like Italian and Greek immigrants. Got you know it. I'm okay. So like a lot of like people who off the boat into fucking america move there you know got it and um I, I had some friends who grew up like playing soccer in europe and we would play like in in gym class you know what i'm saying yeah and uh like i actually got into it th- through that but my um uh, my freshman year of high school like, we lost money for funding so uh we cut out soccer uh, america
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we cut out so- we cut out soccer from our our uh our sports programs. We still had like track and field. We had football. We had baseball. Baseball in my high school was like the biggest thing we did. dude. like really my my high school makes it to state every year for baseball. Wow, we're, we're fucking we play baseball really well in my city. Yeah, so like it was it was it was football, baseball. We had a pretty good basketball uh, basketball program um we did bowling yeah bowling (laughs) Uh, they
0: cut wait a minute they cut soccer before they cut bowling (laughs) soccer wasn't as big as like bowling was yeah i mean it's the midwest yeah i mean mean, everyone um
1: also we had we had golf too yeah uh one of my one of my good friends keith man he grew up like in the in the camel projects yeah and we used to call him like the Tiger Woods of our city because he was like he was like literally grew up in the hood, from the hood, been and in played, the hood his whole life, played golf and like crushed, and played golf and was actually really fucking good at golf, dude. Oh my gosh! Like he just fucking found it and did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that was like our like five sports that we had. So we so it was like a football, basketball, baseball, um, bowling, golf, and we had we had a soccer program for a long time. But then the year that, so like my school, it was a, uh, we condensed it. So we had eighth grade through 12th. You know what I mean?
0: How big, how many kids went to that school?
1: Um, shit. It was probably like um, close to like 120 kids per grade class. That so, was it. That's it? Yeah. So like my school wasn't huge. Like we weren't the biggest school in that county. Got it. Um, But. Friggin' like when when I graduated high school, we graduated with like a hundred and like ten students or something like that.
0: Okay, got it. I had ten times as many yeah, <laughs> at my no, high I school. Do. I went to. I graduated with eleven 1, hundred classmates. Jesus Christ!
1: No, that was that was like the other uh, the other um, like suburban kids that like grew. There's like a uh, so Youngstown. So like Youngstown is like the city, and then like around it, like on the south side of Youngstown is Boardman. Which is like a pretty large suburban area. It's like where like one of our malls are in like our like metropolitan area is. Yep. And then like on the west side, there's town which is a huge city. Shout out to Town. On the north side, there's Liberty, um, not as big, you know. And then on like on the east side, Youngstown so close to like the Pennsylvania border. There's no east side. Yeah, See? Youngstown <laughs> is
0: it's right down there, man. Yeah, I've been through it. I've never, I've, I've never, I knew some. This is crazy story about how I know Youngstown, but. I years ago went to the rally to restore sanity All right. which was in you know in DC. And it was just funny because I met these two girls who were both from Youngstown, Ohio. Yeah. And I was like and they were really cool and I wanted to like keep hanging out with them. So on the way back I was like we should stop in Youngstown to like my buddies and they were like we're not going to stop so you can try nah. to get pussy, dude. Dude, you
1: fucking I mean it probably would have been like a fun, you probably would have got laid, but dude, Jesus, it, <laughs> there is nothing in Youngstown, Ohio. I well,
0: we like drove through, and I was kind of impressed in the sense that I was like, wow, there's like a lot of people who live here. Like, yeah. it, it, and I could not figure out why, to be honest with you. Like, just driving through, I was like, what the fuck is the industry here?
1: Well, it used to be still, dude. Like, so at the height of industry, Youngst- Youngstown is like Ohio River Valley, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So like at the at the height of like steel production in the United States, Youngstown, Ohio was the second largest steel producer Next to what, in the in what
0: Penn, Pittsburgh or something. Yeah, Next- so
1: it's Pittsburgh, Youngstown, Cleveland. So like literally like Youngstown is like dead smack in the middle between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Got it. So yeah, so like we're like right in the valley like dead smack it's like an hour each direction. Got it. If you're driving through and fucking like we just I don't, like we're we're small and we're mighty but like I don't. I'm glad that like I left because like I plan on moving back. Yeah, it, it's more or less like you know you kind of gotta like leave to know what's missing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's funny because I I feel this similarly about Metro Detroit is that like I kind of miss it a lot because there's a part of it where you I, it's kind of hard to describe. Like it it it's like I'm I'm also glad that I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, Detroit's, Detroit's on the up and up, though, right now, Yeah, right?
0: it's much different. It's funny, uh, Steve, because it's like I went back not long ago, and it was weird. to. It's strange to go back every time. I went to the uh, Motor City Comedy Festival nice. uh, a couple of years ago. How was that? Uh, It was great. I got back from I, – I did Edinburgh, and then I came back, and I went to the Motor City Comedy Festival. And uh, I didn't go last year, but – uh, to, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever, it was so bizarre to be out because it's in Midtown. Yeah. It takes place near the Majestic Theater, which is on Woodward. And what's so bizarre about it is, like, there's a, now a people, there's, like, a tram that runs up and down Woodward mm-hmm. from, like, downtown just out Woodward. And they're going to expand it even further, I guess. But what's bizarre is, like, I go out of this place, it's probably, like, 11, 10, 30, 11 at night, and there's, like, White girls walk around with their yoga mats coming back from yoga class and I'm like, This is not the Detroit I grew up in. Nah
1: man. <laughs> like- you, know, you know what though? Like fucking that's probably like the Detroit of the fifties, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like right, they just yeah. they moved out and they're coming back. It's like like Chicago, bro. Like fucking Chicago, like at one point, was like very affluent in the cities, and like all the white people was like, "Oh, these, all these colors are here. We need to move out." <laughs> that's and pretty they, much exactly. And, what and happened they moved in all to the outskirts of Chicago, and now they have all these fucking weird accents. And then all these people move they moved back, back. <laughs> and then like now they're pushing all the colored people out because it's too expensive now. Because, that's like,
0: exactly. It's so fucked up, but that's so exactly the case.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like an even flow, bro. So like. All, like all the black, like all the black people and color people are gonna move to the suburbs now. And That's like, so
0: true. That's and, it's true of my suburb that I grew up in, just outside of Detroit. It's like I go back now, and it's like like the demographics has changed so much yeah. in, that, in that neighborhood. And like it's just strange because it's always been a diverse neighborhood, but it, now it's like it's it's it, I don't know how what what it shifted toward but there's definitely way more black people than there than there was when i grew up it's, there it's
1: literally a bubble bro it's like you gotta like fucking if you're a homeowner like and this isn't a podcast for fucking knowing how to like you know what I'm saying <laughs> do your finances when it comes to home ownership but like no shit like dude if you fucking move out at the right time you'll make the max amount of money oh yeah if you invest enough in your home and then move out at the right time, you'll make the mighty amount of money. But then if you're one of those people who like, oh, this is an affluent neighborhood, whatever, you move in, and then you're there, and, and then is- like, it fucking starts to decline <laughs> because now all the fucking niggas and fucking sand niggas and all the other types of niggas who ain't white who move in, it's like, oh, all these color people moving. See, in. it's the, not just so. It's not <laughs> just. I should
0: say. I should be really clear about that. It's not just black people. It's also like lots of white trash that are moving. Because here's the problem. The oh, city, no, no, they're niggas too. Bro. Yeah, like, because white the niggas. city. Because <laughs> 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 it's so, it's so true, dude. Because the, what happened in Detroit is that in 1960 67. Uh, Yeah. Uh the the riots, like the '67, what they called, burn fucking everything. Yeah, burn everything down. So then, then all the white people were like, we're moving out. And then affluent white people moved out to like a handful of different suburbs that Mm. were around Detroit. Non affluent white people moved way out of the city into like the like totally rural into towns like towns that have names like pittsfield and flat rock and like yeah. all these like all these shit towns. that used
1: to be like named after native american yeah, fucking <laughs> like- yeah exactly <laughs> and
0: then like all the affluent white people moved to towns that have names like royal oak and like ferndale and oak town yeah and, like all of these things and then like so it was crazy, be- but then, like, now what's happened is that, like, all the rich white people are are moving back to the city, yeah. so that all those suburban homes are, like, now for sale, so, like, all of the people who were in the rural, like, community also are moving back in, so it was very bizarre for me, because, like, I grew up in this town called Plymouth, which is a great town, still mm-hmm. a great town, but, like... <laughs> we didn't land on Plymouth, rock, Plymouth, rock <laughs> landed on us. <laughs> oh, yeah, <It's> so real. <laughs> and that's, like, strange now, because like, I go back, and I'm, like, the bars in this town at one point we're like really hoity toity yeah. and now they're like, now they're like, uh, we serve chili. We got like $5 chili and like, sh- which is this code for like, how do we bait like white trash people into coming in and getting them and getting their money basically. Yeah. So it's like funny because the town itself that like that demographic is changing for sure. And like, I, I, the, I there's not, and the, what's weird about it is like, I, I, it, it strangely it still feels like home to me. Yeah, like I go back and it doesn't feel like it's not it's it's any different. All
1: the streets are the same. All the fucking life. and for, and, for you, real, like yeah.
0: mostly all of those people were were still there. Like but, if that makes any sense. On
1: some dude. I went back to Youngstown. Ohio. I went back to Youngstown uh, last winter, dude. During cri- like through Christmas to New Year's, and like I like I I go home to go visit my son who lives back. He doesn't live in Youngstown. He lives. Way like probably like thirty five minutes outside of Youngstown, uh-huh. in like fucking like actual like Amish country, you know what I mean? <laughs> like real ass yeah, Amish country. Like you're still like horse and buggies on the road, and you oh, gotta yeah. slow down for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Um, but like I hadn't been like home, home in five years, mm. and like this was the first time. Like last winter was like the first time I had been back home, in like five years, dude. And like it was crazy. Like all my us, I, I like ran into like so many people who like know me. And like, they were like, oh, my God, dude, like, Steve, where you been, bro? Like, getting <laughs> hugs and high fives. And people were just like, yo, bro, let's kick it. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm in town for like a, well, let's kick it. And, like, dude, I hung out with, like, literally all the people I was friends with growing up like, oh, yeah. in high school. But, like, also, too, dude, like, I, I like, for, I forgot that I remember... My home. You oh yeah. I mean? like, yeah, it's dude,
0: weird because it feels you're back and you're like, wow, this is all. It's it
1: almost feels like you haven't s- seen it. Yeah, and then like, dude, I was gone, but then like, I had my friend's car and I was just driving, dude. And like, I knew every, I knew how to go everywhere. Oh yeah. I knew where everything was. Like, I would, just, I was like, literally just like on a, like I took a day, um, I I was out with my son on my on his birthday, and then like I hung out with him for like a few hours, went to the mall. We went, like, play some fucking, went to the arcade bought Bottoms and stuff. And then, like, you know, I, I had to leave. And then, like, I went back home. And then I was just, like, taking some time to just, like, drive around and, like, just, like, enjoy, like, being home. And it was weird, dude. Like, I knew, where, like, literally, like, every turn I made, I was, like, I just knew where I was. And I feel so good to know, like, that you're... Like, You're like I'm back home. Yeah, it's like it's it's inside of you. And yeah. even even though if you leave and like people grow up and like you haven't like dude, it it is it's part of your DNA. Yeah. Like you fucking you bled there. You probably got your first kiss there. Oh yeah. Had your had sex with your first girl there. Like you know, you got your, you got probably got beat up in like a certain spot. Like you know everything. Oh yeah, you know everything that happened. Yeah. It's but, so
0: strange, man, because like I that's it's funny that Steve cuz that story is is so is so true, man, because I when I first moved out of Detroit, I moved to uh, boulder colorado oh, and yeah i moved to boulder and was there for like two years two and a half years ish and i used to come back home to michigan like not uh, not a lot but pretty much almost any chance i got because i felt like i was like a celebrity because yeah. i was like i got out
1: yeah like, exactly. and everybody else was like and a lot of people would stay and they're like dude this place sucks i've never like i can't like like, I'm glad, like, this place sucks. I hate that, like, I hate that I never left, but I'm glad that you're back.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 There's, like, a weird, because you have, like, a special status. Because, like, you got out and you came back, so you have, like, what have you seen? Like, where have you been? And like, what What's happened to you?
1: And it's funny. It's, like, no more or less than, like, I got out, nigga. I just decided one day I'm leaving,
0: you know? Yeah, pretty much. And I did
1: that thing. I was, like, I'm leaving, and yeah. I did it. <laughs> yeah, and then you just had it out. And, like, yeah.
0: uh, and it's weird because you feel kind of like the same person, but it's not when you go back home you're kind of like oh shit i have changed like i i things have happened to me that cha- that i don't feel the same in this place anymore the weirdest thing that happened to me is like not to sound like you know fucking like b- too too bougie or anything <laughs> but like when i i moved to paris in 2008 because i had an internship yeah and i worked there for 6 months and then 5 years later i came back in 2013 for yeah. 6 months to do comedy and that was pretty weird because I was like, "That's the same feeling because you're like, the city's the same. The city doesn't change at all. Yeah. And but like you're different, and so it's very weird, especially because it's it's one thing for your hometown because you grew up there. Like you said, it's like in your blood. It's like in your veins. Like you have it's all through you. So, yeah. it's
1: it's even it's more it's it's strangely like when you find a second home and then you leave and then you come back and yeah, realize, yeah, they like, do. I because uh, that was that one was bizarre because that that, that
0: was like. Um, how do I want to describe it? It was like, I chose to like, want to be here, mm-hmm. and then I'm back, and I'm not the same, like all the feelings that you had, were why you chose it the first time, but then when you come back again, it those feelings are not the same, or they're different, and then you're like, wow, this is really fucking weird, it, that like, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no,
1: it's just like, when I, I went back to uh, San Diego, dude, for uh, the San Diego Comedy Festival, last summer, well like, last spring, and, um, dude, I I lived in San Diego for seven years, right? And, yeah. And, like, I had left San Diego uh, January 1st, 2016. And I had been gone for a few years. And then I came back and I stayed. I'm, like, my best friend in San Diego. I stayed at his place, right? And he was, like, dude, like, since you've been gone, like, my rent's been up, like, 350 bucks. Oh, like, man. And, like, dude, shit was different. Like, dude, like, fucking the neighborhood where I used to live was, like, a melting pot, right? Of, like, just fucking... Like, cool, like, melting pot of people is, like, pretty hipsterish, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, mid-20s, early 30s, there's, like, an arcade bar and all that shit. But, like, dude, when I went back, dude, nothing but affluent white people. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, and he, was, and my friend's white, but he's, like, bro, like, since you've been gone, man, you've been gone, like, maybe, like, two years and, like, under two years, and my rent has gone up, like, over $300. Yeah. I'm, like, dude, what the fuck? Bro, Dude, there's, a, there's a you know there's I mean?
0: a there's a movie um called uh it's not called Code Switched but maybe it is uh, oh uh
1: you, are you talking about uh um sorry to bother you no oh. it's not sorry
0: to bother you that's a I hear that I haven't seen it but I hear that movie's amazing amazing <laughs> um, no but there's a movie called Code Switch Blind something I fuck I saw this movie and I was on an airplane flying back from Texas mm-hmm. and uh, I saw this movie and it's so good it's about these guys who live in Oakland and they grew up in Oakland and it's exactly about gentrification and like changing culture and all this stuff because it's like, it's fascinating to watch because like one of the characters in the movie is this white dude who grew up in Oakland and he's got all these tattoos and he's like, he fucking like speaks like he speaks like he grew up in Oakland. He doesn't speak like a,
1: he's a hood nigga. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) that's you have. You totally got it. And so he goes like to this party and somebody says to him they're like dude you don't have to like fucking pretend like you're and he gets so he gets so pissed off and he starts this fight at this party but there's this weird part that it's like it it is like shit changes around you like like the neighborhood changes i've never been in any place long enough to know what that feels like but like yeah. i i could totally believe that it's bizarre dude, to like, like I- have like your like your rent just starts going up and like
1: i i've only been in chicago 3 years man and like since i've been here like I've noticed, like the fucking changes that have happened. Like, dude, like when I first moved here, I moved to Logan Square, right? Yeah. Because where, where do you I live am. now? I live in Humboldt Park. Got it. Uh, I live. You in- like
0: Bucktown or South? Home-
1: no, Park. no, no. I'm like in like I'm like literally right next to, like the Puerto Rican flag that arches over the street. <laughs> nice on Division. I'm, yep. Like, I'm like Division in California. I'm like got it. All right. Yeah. So like it's it's pretty Puerto Rican, but like. I live in a condo and, you know, my girlfriend, yeah, whatever. But, like, fucking just being here for three years, dude, like, noticing, like, how culture is since I've been there. And, like, seeing how it's changed and, like, dude, there's, like, so many buildings being erected. Like, shit was torn down and now shit's being built.
0: And, like. I mean, just here in Lakeview, they demolished, like, four or five buildings. There's, like, open lots and stuff because they're yeah. going to start building it in the springtime.
1: Yeah, they're going to start fucking putting shit up, man. And, like, your rent's about to go up. Like, uh, Probably. $400. Ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, be happy that you're rich and white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't know how much longer. I just, my day job is killing me, dude. I got to figure out a way out of that. Because it's just, I'm not doing enough stand-up. I'm not, like, I'm not getting out enough right now, which is the worst. Dude, this is why, this is why, uh... There's nothing worse than feeling like there's people who are lapping you who started after you. Yeah. And, like, we were kind of talking about that a little bit earlier. But there's this strange feeling of, like, oh, shit, that person got this show, but I haven't gotten that show.
1: And you're like, what the fuck? Did you, you didn't, you didn't see the, the post I made on the Chicago comedy. There's a few things I could talk about Chicago comedy. Not to shit on it, but like I don't like being a comedian in this city. Yeah. Um. So like I made a post. Uh. A couple- I feel like
0: people come on this. Sh- I feel like my part of the mo of this show is like either I or other people, sh- shit gri- on gri- Gripe about comedy all the time. No. And that and not not and sometimes it's about Chicago specifically, but I think just the grind of being a comedian is difficult. Yeah. And it's like. It's funny because I think that sometimes when you talk about this in front of other comics, they'll say things like, "Well, why don't you quit comedy?" or like those saying it being like, "Look, if you're going to complain, either comp- either don't complain or like quit comedy." Like because, one because two. everything
1: but- that's worth doing is you can't complain about like I know fucking people who've been married twenty years who fucking bitch about their fucking spouses. Yeah, so like maybe you should get a divorce even though you've been married fucking like yeah, get the fuck out of here, dude. You yeah, like I, mean? I there's a part
0: of it that I'm kind of like okay, like I. It's not perfect. We all know it. Sometimes it's okay to
1: gripe about it. You know what I mean? But no, like, dude, I fucking so. I've been I've been in Chicago three years, and on some real shit. Like, I've built an actual fan base, which is I've just well, not, you, you, I'm just not realizing you, that you, I have one. Well, you, know what you, I mean?
0: you, I've more than one person has told me that they're like Steve Curry is hilarious, and he's if he was in New York, he'd already be famous. Because I think that you have a way of the. Here's the thing: th- there's a Especially in Chicago, and especially at Chicago shows, there's a, a kind of way that the audience is, because the audience is also mostly comics, yeah, exactly. They they, they just and that's the problem. You're so pol- like you can be so polarizing and sharp when you're on stage. That's the kind of thing that somebody would be like. I need to bottle
1: that, put it, and put it on television. But because, you know what? And, and and that's the that's the thing I was getting to. Like, dude, like I I have an actual fan base of people who are like. "Quote unquote civilians or not comedians? Yeah, who like no, like dude? If I if I could get on a show like right now, I can l- no shit legitimately bring at least twenty people. Yeah, at least. And
0: how much of the stuff in that bar would they steal? No,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, they they're all white, unfortunately. So. Pretty it's much just, everything. Because <laughs> white people, Jesus Christ, they are the, the greatest thieves. That's all the whole country, nigga. I just steal Toothpaste. You But no, like, real shit. But, like, fucking. That's so funny. Steve. So I, I made a post, bro, because, like, I haven't been getting yeah. booked on a lot. of, I haven't been getting booked a lot and stuff. And so I made a post on, like, the Chicago uh, stand-up comedy scene Facebook page yep. uh, a few weeks ago. And I was like, I wanna, I wanna, I'm going to ask a question. I want an honest answer why doesn't this comedy thing like me dude
0: yeah did you get any did you get any response dude what the people fucking say amount of hate bro
1: that you got did the, the the amount of hate from these comments like saying like oh you're not funny this is and that and then like some p- comedians telling me like my jokes are outdated like we like how i see the world is outdated Updated. what I, like what? I, i've only been a lot did they message you this or did they comment no, on it there was a comments like oh your your jokes are outdated some people, mostly white women, like, "Oh, you're aggressive, and I don't like you because white women are fucking so fragile." Jesus Christ! You only run the entire <laughs> fucking world, but y- you guys are fucking so sensitive. Fuck white women, dude! Like, and this is like, no, dude, white. No, I'm not gonna get on my soapbox about bitching about white women, but like, dude, they fuck. They're, dude. Just watch white women, and that's the way to get ahead. Just yeah. watch what they do. Anyway, um, fucking. So my jokes are outdated. Yeah, uh, I offend people. I make nobody laugh, which is funny. Did anybody dude, say? Like, did anybody say anything nice to you? <laughs> no, no, n- nobody had anything nice. To, they started making fucking memes. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Like I don't know who the wait ad- they made memes. I don't know who the admin is of that comedy page, but they deleted that post. Oh whoever man. the admin is, they like fucking got rid of it and shit. But like it, it was just funny to the. I'm know. like
0: I feel like I missed out on this.
1: It was it was honestly <laughs> it was mostly blue line comedy. Uh, yeah. And if you've been to like any blue line mics, you know how like fucking alternative their shit is.
0: Uh yeah. I I have to go out and do mics over there more often because I feel like I just
1: come to Coles every Wednesday. I've dude. developed a, a
0: away from that because I feel like I never my my natural i'm more of like a red line club kind of comic yeah but i feel like i need to get and i need to develop in that direction well
1: i only go over there because that's where i live but like dude the crowd yeah like the audience like fucking loves me dude i fucking i've been i go to Coles every single wednesday yeah and this past wednesday i fucking pretty bombed pretty hard because i was just like I, i got way too high and i like fucking was with my girl and i got way too high but, like, dude, consecutively every week, dude, I've been doing pretty fucking well. Yeah. But, like, all the comics who are there who, like, fuck, I'm not going to name my names, but these niggas is trash and you know who the fuck you are. But they're, like, fucking, they're not funny. Yeah. They're just, like, this. Oh. Well, there's <laughs>
0: definitely, like, because here's the thing, is I feel like there's, a, like, nobody gets into comedy because they have a secure personality. But it feels like there's a, there there can be, in this comedy scene, a there can be these different groups of people who feel like they, like it, it, it like they have to like i'm right our way is right and we don't like you and you're bad and there's like an in group out group thing that feels sometimes very middle schooly
1: yeah it is it's a it's and a very, i
0: say that as someone who's not on the inside of like any of those groups
1: but but you know what there's a there's a very political agenda being pushed in the city for the idea of what funny is. It's just like, oh, if you're not shitting on like the fucking Patreon I really dude. I'm if you're so not tired of Yeah, I okay. That women are the fucking greatest thing. If you're not fucking advocating for like people like fucking people of color like dude just like fucking just say color people dude like don't add an extra fucking like adjective you know what i'm saying like dude i'm 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 a colored person not a person of color it's easier to say you feel what i'm saying yeah like fucking like if you're not advocating for these certain types of things yeah. in your comedy so do you feel well, hold funny, on, so you know, let me let me the fucking so bourgeoisie of fucking
0: so you feel that and i think i agree with you that you're you're the, because the, the, the tone of which you do comedy The subject matter you decide to talk about And the way you do it That's what's it's not about whether or not you're funny. You're culturally, you feel like you're not a cultural fit for these, uh, the way that these these people for the treat city, you Chicago, in Chicago.
1: Yeah, city. and it's like, I'm sorry that I grew up in Youngstown, Ohio, which at one point had the highest murder rate per capita in the United States. I'm sorry that I joined the fucking military, United States Marine, and I saw a lot of fucked up shit happen. A lot of a lot of friends who fucking didn't make it back, fucking from war. I'm sorry that my perspective is like a friends that I grew up with. And fucking who've died of heroin overdoses. So I'm sorry that like my comedy is darker. Yeah, you were because you I were, see a fucking harsher world set than you, who has been affluent, who's never had to deal with a real struggle in life. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because your parents have enough money to fucking shield you away from like the darkness of what this. Well, what you you also really you
0: also you were
1: homeless at one point too, right? Dude, at one point nigga, I've been homeless twice, bro. Yeah. Like, I was homeless before I moved here, and then like I met a girl, and we were like together for a while, and then like I was living with her. And then, like, when we moved here after a while, we broke up, and she kicked me out. Yeah. And then, like, the first year I was in Chicago, dude, I was, like, living in a homeless shelter. Yeah. And nobody knew that I was living in a homeless shelter because, like, I don't carry myself in a, i carry myself a certain way. You yeah, know yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, the only reason I know that is because I think we had a conversation about it because I was homeless for probably almost a whole year. Yeah. And, like, nine months. And that... And it's funny because... I think that the, the the part the part that I think you really hit the nail on the head about is like there's a very limited perspective that it feels like culturally the world of comedy in Chicago has about what's funny and why it's funny and what comedy should be and how comedy should function in the mm-hmm. world. And I think that like what's weird is it, it it got to be like comedians and stand-up comedy got to be the popular thing that like young people saw as like an outlet for their like uh thoughts and feelings about you know the way, like you can have a platform to talk about your view on how things should be. Yeah, and if you're articulate enough, and you're and you're and you're saying things that are like true and that are like meaningful, then people will like applaud you and they'll look up to you, and you can have a special moment. So like it's become the millennial drug for how do I you know how does my self message work its way out in the world so like there's all these people who are, i think are younger than like you and i are both in our 30s mm-hmm. and like there's a lot of people who are like in their 20s and especially like young like mid to young 20s who have a very particular concept of what comedy should yeah,
1: be because they live their whole life online yeah and they so, all like, went to dip-
0: and in the city of Chicago my complaint and where i super agree with you on this is like they all went to DePaul or Columbia yeah. or like Northwestern. Very or like, liberal
1: education. Yeah. Never, and you're like, dude, you've never, like, never how had about, a adverse How about you view. go?
0: Yeah. Same thing. Is like, how about you go fucking be like, it's weird, man, because like, I, when I was homeless, I never really talked about it. And I don't really talk. I don't like offer it in the first thing that I do to like talk to people. It's not defined. It doesn't, it hasn't defined who I am. Exactly. When I was homeless in, in Colorado. I only ever brought it up once or twice to people because I would have to be like, look, I actually do need a place to stay tonight because it's like 30 out and like... Dude, I, 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 like I have
1: a great joke about that, by the way. <laughs> <Am I> gonna- <laughs> yeah,
0: but like the point that I'm, I'm making is like, you know, it, it's strange because... Uh, you know, like you, you, you have a experience being in the military. You have experience growing up in Youngstown, Ohio. I grew up in Metro Detroit. I have friends who have, you know, same thing. OD got a, like know people who took their own life after they came back from, you know, two tours in Iraq and things yeah. like this. And it's strange because it's like, dude, this is a harsh, fucking, weird world. And like, I'm trying to like, what, what about the exploration of the world through the lens of me trying to find humor in it is so threatening to. You or to or to who you are Or to like like and it's strange You know what it
1: is dude like we need to Be like our comedy is fit For like a road Like the road you know what I'm saying like we Can't get complacent well
0: that's what's so weird about Chicago is like when I I, I'll go do I'll do shows outside of the city of Chicago And jokes that don't go over well Here at all will go over great outside Of the city of Chicago and 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 vice versa And it feels here's the thing Steve That actually bothers me and then I have a couple of uh, questions to ask you after this but mm-hmm. the thing that actually like f- scares me slightly is that it's like wh- how how are we supposed to as a like and i mean this as like a as a country supposed to like operate with respect and understanding for like fellow citizens Which sounds so fucking. I sound so lame just saying that. But like, uh, but how are we supposed to do it when like people in the city have no concept what like the worldview is and no empathy for it for people who live outside and vice versa.
1: Look at what just happened to Liam Neeson, bro. Where he was talking about uh how he he borrows inspiration from a very dark time in his place when he um he had a friend who was who was raped by unfortunately a black man and for like a week straight he was just hoping. That some black dude, yeah, would, would fucking would, start shit, yeah, start with, shit him with him, so we can fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. it's just like a couple years ago when like we kept seeing on Facebook all these fucking police officers shooting black people, dude. And it's right? so, and it's like like every black person gets mad because Lee me said like, nigga, dude, it's you act same, like yeah, yeah, you so, act like you didn't want to fucking fuck a cop up, yeah,
0: because all like. You even have that joke where you're like, and this is what's crazy about it, man, is you have this joke that I've seen crush in the city where you're like, I want to be the change I want to see in the world. Yeah. And you go like all the way through to like, I'm going to pull over just yeah, like pull, white I'm kid a, in I'm the suburbs. I'm going to a black
1: cop and pull over a white kid in the suburbs I'm going to shoot that motherfucker for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Just like. Because I want to be the change I want to see in the world. Yeah, And exactly. <laughs> like, that's so
0: funny because all these, because my bet is that a lot of these people who are like,
1: your comedy
0: doesn't respect women probably love that joke.
1: Exactly. I mean, you know what? Like, and you know what the funny thing is, like, because it's exactly
0: like Liam Neeson. Sorry, I just want to say this because I okay. agree with you. It's like Liam Neeson is being honest.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's being authentic, and he's not saying it. as like, and a, he didn't the, even have to. Yeah, and he didn't have to, and he and he's not, and he's not saying it as a like, like I hate black people. He's saying it as like a I had so much hate, and this person happened to be black, and that was what I assigned yeah, to myself. Because, yeah, because of like, the, and I'm not the world, proud of it. Yeah, because yeah.
1: of the world we live in and the views that we put on each other. I fell into the trap of being racist and like wanting to like fucking hurt a person just because of the color of the skin for X, Y, and Z reasons. Like it's just like, dude, we've all done it, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? I I find it funny that I don't know, man. Like I'm a, I'm a humanist. I I know people and I love people, but I know that like fucking we're very fucked up and people. We think that just because like, oh, one person does something that like that's not us, that's that's all of us, bro. Yeah. Like the same way that Lee and Eason feel about like black people at one point in time, I felt about white people, bro. Like I felt about fucking police officers. I felt about women, like you know what I'm oh, saying? Like yeah. dude, I've well, like, I've been I've been fucked up by that, everybody. Like, that's what
0: <laughs> it's funny, it is funny, Steve, because the the tragedy behind people I think who are who are You know, who would come at you who would say, like, yeah, your shit is like, it's not respectful or it's not whatever, like, whatever, you're punching down or like, whatever, however, they would describe it. Is it's like what they fail to see is there's this, there's this, this kernel of like, of, of, of empathy or of truth, of emotional truth that, that works its way out from the beginning of it. Now, people can accuse you maybe of not being funny, and funny has to do about taste. And it's like, I don't find Amy Schumer's leather special funny. I don't find wasn't. I don't find the funny. It wasn't, but like, but but hold on, but, but you say that because it's like I, I I'm also not the core audience of those things. Like, I mean, no I was offense
1: ta- though, like we watched the fucking the videos, the audience was even laughing. <laughs> That's all the evidence you need, right? But there, I mean, dude. like I
0: forget who I was talking I was talking to somebody about like my, one of my Uber drivers, and they were like, oh, I just love. Amy Schumer and I and talked about that special the leather special and I was like see I I can I can appreciate the fact that I'm just not the audience for this and like there's you know I I saw it when I went to Edinburgh like there we did the the Chicago comedy showcase half the audience would be British half the audience would be American Mm -hmm. Americans and Canadians would love the Chicago comics British people would be like I don't really get it and like it's just it it sometimes just didn't and there'd be other jokes the British people would like and the Americans would be like, I don't quite get it. Yeah, I don't like, understand. Yeah. yeah. and and it and it doesn't have to do with specific references necessary. It's just sometimes there's a point of view in the things that you're talking about that you just can't quite relate to. So But you know so, what? I feel so, like
1: that's I feel like that's like the fault of like the comic because like culturally speaking, like fucking north americans and british people like the uk we like we're all going through like the same fucking type of Stuff, like, shit. Yeah. Go, like yeah. right now like yeah. we're both having like fucking right wing being pushed like, oh yeah fucking it's nuts yeah, like it's nuts we're all like f- waves of feminism like we're all going like yeah. western like we're all part of western civilization and like our cultures are the the perfect personification of what it is to be a western culture person yeah so like we're all going through like the fucking the heartbeats yeah of like what it is to be like western colonized civilized you know yeah I mean? well like so i like, think it's,
0: uh, just uh, just like return to it is like the big thing that people are missing i think is that there's a you're, you're being honest in a way that 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 they that someone could try to see or respect the the the, the honesty in does that make sense like yeah. in the same way that liam neeson is saying this shit like people talk about like oh man misogyny blah 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 like there's men like men are like hate women and stuff well it's like Maybe it's because there's a situation in which many men feel that women in their life have a power over them that they can't do anything about, and they dude, actually feel helpless.
1: I've been, I've been talking about this, dude. like, dude, there's been, there's been, three, and that hatred
0: comes from a, a place of that thing. And maybe, be, maybe the only way to resolve it is by is by exposing it or by by talking about I it. I wouldn't
1: even call it hatred, dude. I would call it an honest response to what we've seen. Like, dude, there have been three waves of feminism, right? Yeah, and men, like. A lot of women talk about how, like, the fucking quote-unquote patriarchy affects men in a certain way. Sure. And how it's, like, it fucking, like, uh, doesn't do good for us. Sure. Which is true. But also, in a sense, they uphold the same thing. Like, dude, women have been able to evolve in three waves. You feel what I'm saying? Sure. And men haven't been able to, like, respond in a certain way to, like, be equal to the waves of feminism. Because, like, if regardless of what you think, man or woman with society thinks do men and women are equal. Different, but very fucking equal. We need each other. And if and if and like we need each other because that's what keeps our fucking civilization going. That's what keeps humanity going. Sure. Fucking fuck your fucking uh transgender, your fucking queer. It's about fucking cisgendered heterosexual people at the end of the day because if we don't fuck each other then we die as a species you <laughs> know what i'm saying like and and, and i know that it might be harsh to say and some people are going to disagree with it but guess what if you're not if you're not a heterosexual person trying to fucking reproduce with a heterosexual person then like that then you're not contributing to the fucking advancement of 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 a. Uh, Human well, well, so society so,
0: Alright so let me ask you this question Do you think that trans people Like gay people Don't have something to contribute
1: No they have something to contribute But on the set of like Actually prolonging like life as a whole No Okay because cause they're, they're not Because they, they don't reproduce
0: Do you think that But I mean like So here's the thing that I feel like people who Who would push back against I would say Is they'd be like would you Do you think that they don't have Do you think they should be
1: treated any differently No Okay But I don't think they should be treated any differently But like Granted, they're not, per they're not fucking pushing forward humanity. Sure, through they're learning like because dude, regardless of what you like, dude. Okay, this is the way I see it, and this maybe this ain't my thing. This ain't no new like fucking take on humanity, but I view humanity as a machine, and our soul or consciousness is what it is, and our bodies are just some fucking type of machine that houses that thing, right? But the only thing that you can fucking push that thing forward is through reproduction so you need a woman and a man who will give half of their chromosomes to create a new fucking person yeah and two two fucking codes of dna put together and in, in order to understand how you survive in this world to continue to keep surviving you sure. know what i'm saying well what happens what happens when people start
0: cloning people
1: Whoa, fuck man i don't know man do i do i want to exact another me in this world i don't know man i don't know
0: if we can handle another you. i mean i'm
1: i mean i think i'm pretty awesome i don't know like i haven't (laughs) like i haven't done like too much fucked up shit man like i have like probably a person that i need to like apologize to because i'm not perfect man you know what i'm saying like we're people hurt people and hurt people hurt people you know what i'm saying so like i know that there's a person that like i probably done wrong yeah like i I want to apologize to but like I haven't had the opportunity to because of certain reasons you yeah. know what I mean With that being said dude like I fucking on the whole like I'm not a bad person like I'm not out here like, I don't fucking, let me let
0: me put it this way man I think that like I, we're friends and like I I like your comedy I think that you I think that the things that people I've heard say, where they'd be like, "Steve Curry would already be famous. He was living in New York or something." I think that's a hundred percent true. I don't think you're a bad guy at all. I think that you're a really good dude. You've been yeah. nothing but a great friend to me. And I don't think that I've I've never seen you or heard you say anything that you meant in earnest to ever hurt or disparage another person. Exactly, because like, and I think that like you, your comedy and the, the and you getting up on stage and saying and saying what you say i can understand how other people it might not be for them but i don't ever think that you've meant anything maliciously everything you've ever said or done has been like i'm trying to find humor in a space that i'm exploring yeah and it's all in good and it's all in it's, good it's, humor.
1: it's all in the and the fucking guise of humor i'm trying to be funny i'm sorry that i don't joke about safe things like fucking brunch and eating avocado <laughs> toast and you know what i'm saying like or fucking, like, saying that, like, oh, women are, like, the great... Like, dude, women are just as equally as terrible as men. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and, and fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, especially if you're fucking heterosexual. Well, I mean, like, women. it's, you know, when, <laughs> I had, <laughs> like,
0: when I had Chanel Preston on the podcast, I remember we were talking about this was when, like, Me Too was really taking off. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I think that there, there... I think there's an argument to be made that there's a lot of men who have been in positions of power... Who have gotten away with shit that they probably that they should not have gotten away with? Not even probably. There's a a lot of like Cosby. Yeah. Like I think that that's a great example. Fucking Harvey Weinstein is an even better example. Like there's men who have gotten away with shit that they shouldn't have gotten away from. I mean, but, but like, but guess but at how the many same women time. who've
1: also equally done as shitty fucking thing So that's exactly what, we don't fucking throw them under the there bus because the guys are like, they're women.
0: Yeah, even you know, like so, so. So that's exactly so Chanel Preston's point in the podcast was she was like, not all women are great. Like she's like, I work in porn and I know a lot of women who are pretty shitty and have really fuck, fuck people over. And it's weird because you think like because they people. It's all yeah, and it's almost an it's almost a. A lack of imagination for someone to be able to believe that the world has to be or should be or is exactly this particular way. That, like, you should never, you know, if you talk about women at all, it's punching down. And you're like, it's not true at all. Like, I think that, and, and what's strange about it is there's a part of me that feels like, well, maybe you know if we respect women maybe being honest about how they've treated me or you or you know whatever in the past is a is a way to respect them is by being honest dude
1: screw women man what about kids bro and this yeah. is like like, like <laughs> a- seriously like i'm a father that right? being
0: said hold on let me say this that being said also i don't think that people should have to accept shit that they they don't like yeah. but but not everything is for everyone exactly like and it's it's okay like and it's that's funny okay. because it's it's sometimes i talk to people who are like who are Like, even further into, like, there's guys who are, like, MGTOW dudes online and, like, Red Pill community dudes. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't fuck with either of those communities. And, but I know guys who do fuck with those communities. And the conversations I have with those guys are sometimes, like, man, it's fucked up that, like, there's this, like, group on Reddit where, like, all women do is share stories about, like, men who blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, you know what, man? That's okay. Maybe they need that space. And, like, it's not a space for me. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's not a space for me, and I don't need to judge it because other people, not everything is for everyone. It's okay. Yeah. Like, so I guess the point I'm trying to make is it's like, I think that we should all have a healthy respect that other people have different perspectives. And as long as you're not, like, doing anything that's purposefully violent to hurt other people, exactly. I, I think it's a little fucked up for people to, like, judge you harshly before they even really know you. Yeah, man.
1: It's like driving, bro. It's like, you're going to get into an accident every now and again. Everybody's going to bump somebody. You, you could It could either be like a full-on collision where somebody dies, or you could just, like, it be a fender bender, you know what I'm saying? But everybody's going to bump into somebody eventually, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, just know that the fact that we're all on the road and we're all driving, but just do your best to not get into an accident. But if accidents do happen, unfortunately, you know what yeah. I'm mean? Like, you can't, like, as a man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and as a man, like, I don't, I've never done anything to, like, purposely hurt people you know what i'm saying but i know that i've hurt people you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm i a, think that like and that's, and that's everybody i'm but i'm only about, human bro. yeah but like let's 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 flip it back and like
0: let's let's use the the you know the story that i was just describing where it's like you know i think that in in my past i think i had a lot of anger towards women and it's because i think that i grew up in a situation that made me feel uh controlled by women in mm-hmm. a way that was not healthy for me yeah and, uh, and I think that it, it, the women who were in my life who were that way, I don't think that they meant to make me feel that way. Yeah. No. So it's the same kind of thing where it's like, I think that people can be, can, they can do injury to other people and not mean it. And you have to learn to forgive them. But I feel like a big part of this like cultural push that's taken place in the last like few years has been that, y- that any injury period needs to be There's, apologized yeah. for. And it's like, dude, and you're like fucking, you are in
1: every in every person of that like category has to be responsible for like the injury that's had happened to you. Yeah, and like like said, so Liam Neeson, fucking, he was looking to fucking take out any black guy he found who like fucking started some shit with him because of X, Y, and Z, or like every woman who feels like all men are fucking trash because one guy did one thing. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, and like or kinda- even the guy who's like, oh, fucking all women are fucking bullshit because it's one time this one girl didn't want to give me some pussy you know like dude (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like we all go through it but we've all felt it and we all so like why i'm just laughing because
0: that's so real (laughs) no because
1: we're like bro we you and me we're both men we've we've both fucking been in situations where like a woman has wronged us and like we just fucking like oh to fucking bullshit, oh buddy. yeah,
0: and it's like, and, it, and and actually, and what's weird about it is, I feel bad for that guy. Like, I feel bad for myself when I was in that situation. In retrospect, like, yeah. I'm like, think it's about only- all the wonderful, think about all the fun and what and like great opportunities you could have had to connect with really wonderful and amazing women if you had, but you didn't because but you fat. didn't. Because- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, let's be real. real. Have. If we had been friends, I'd have just called you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, but like I mean but that's that's really the thing, bro. Like there's there's so much nuance to like the shit that we're dealing with, bro. And like see, we gotta Okay,
0: so that's the point that you just hit. There's a yeah. lot of nuance and it feels like there's no space to allow any kind of nuance.
1: Exactly. There's no space to allow any kind of nuance. It's like all generalized. And granted, like I fall in traps where I generalize because we all like granted if you live through life, you kinda see patterns through certain things. Yeah. So like seeing the certain patterns gives you a generalization of what it is. And that's everybody, man. Like, you can't. But also, too, we have to know for a fact that there is nuance. Like, dude, like, a lot of people, like, in the comedy scene think, like, I'm a misogynistic person. And, like, I only talk about, like, women in a certain type of light. But, dude, if they took fucking five seconds to, like, get to know me and talk to me as a person, they would find out that, like, dude, all my friends are women. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, literally no shit. 75% of the people that I hang out with that I speak to on a regular basis have vaginas between your legs, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and the other twenty five percent are dudes, and like there are some trans people in there. Well, like I mean, just and, and like, and,
0: and like li- listen, I mean, like I think that us being friends is a testament. I've heard you say some fucking horrendous, exactly shit, shit say, about white people.
1: <laughs> only because it's funny, not because I feel that type of way about black or about white people. You know yeah, what I'm I, I've never felt
0: like I've never felt like you hate me because I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like. I feel like, and you know, uh, and you make jokes about yeah, that shit all the time. Yeah, you've
1: made jokes about black people, and I'm like, oh, Brandon Lemon's a racist because he said this fucking black joke towards no, me. He's no, like, I'm dude, a racist go. because I own a Nazi uniform. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, Hugo Boss, you know what I'm saying? Hey, shout out. You know what I'm saying? Some of the best-looking fucking military uniforms ever constructed. It's, it's <laughs> so
0: You know what's fucked up? I know other comedians have talked about it, but it's so sad that that's the case because you look at those guys in movies, and you're like, no wonder they wanted to join. Like exactly, they, they
1: look so cool, dude. Like on the road, like you. I don't give a fuck. Would you? If you're Jewish and you're listening to this podcast, I'm sorry that you may be offended by this, but you can't deny that the Nazis were the best dressed fucking military force in the history of human civilization dude they fucking had the boots you know and it's so shitty to say this but it must have felt so good to shoot them because you're just like i'm just ruining a work of art (laughs) like dude fucking like if i kill one of these good looking fucking german motherfuckers then i have a better chance of procreation because dude all those like dude only real shit if it wasn't for fucking nazis None of the white oh, dudes you so see funny. walking around today would have the haircuts that they had. It's so you know weird, saying? right? Because Isn't that bizarre? How great, come that's
0: not a thing that people great. have like really like talked about in terms of you know like cultural, both cultural appropriation and insensitivity. I mean, like because you know we're what? appropriating fascist haircuts exactly.
1: Like- <laughs> I don't, I don't even know. I speak German. I feel like German's a terrible language. I feel like I'm being talked at, but (laughs) it's it's
0: hard to, it's funny. I speak a little bit of German too, and it's funny because sometimes it can actually be very beautiful. Like if you read German poetry, it actually sounds kind of, because the, like the, 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 the noises they make, like when they speak and they're speaking like poetically actually sound kind of nice. 'Cause it sounds like baby talk or something. Mm, but
1: like, know, man, it's like but it's, when
0: they're like telling you something, like if you yeah. go through like customs when you're going into Germany, you're like, like just Jesus, speaking at you, coming? bro. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I'm being spoken at and being spoken to. And that's why I like do I never decided to learn German. Nigga I speak Japanese. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you actually? A uh, little bit, not yeah. too, or as they say, skoshi. You yeah, know, like, you should like, go. That's what you should go do
0: stand up in Japan, Steve.
1: No, nah, do you know what? My Japanese, my fucking Japanese isn't as strong, and I don't feel like they would like understand what I'm saying as a black person. Like, it's too, too extremely difficult. Uh, and I
0: lived there for a time. I'm supposed to be at a yoga class right now. Oh, man, you better fucking get I, your downward facing dog going. I bro. know, man. I uh, was supposed Smelling, to be Smelling some of those uh, pretty girl farts. Going you know am there.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was in yoga the other day, and some. I th- I, th- I think it was a – I mean, I had to be a girl. I was the only man in the class. Somebody farted, and uh, I got so mad because I was like, everybody thinks I farted in here. I'm huh. the only man in this class.
1: See, and exactly, and, and, and women want to think that we're not equal. Y'all farts <laughs> smell – as if not more worse at sometimes in our farts. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking, just because you're a woman doesn't mean fucking that your farts smell any better. We're or all that you live fucking any better in this world. We're all equal, bro. We're all equal in in our in our farts. Yeah, uh. exactly. <laughs> fucking in our farts and in our hearts. You know what, what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, Are we we're, at, we're at about an hour, man. Oh, we got a. This here.
0: came up there. Well, well this Steve, uh, I'm, I'm I'm glad to have you on, man. I'm sure this conversation destroyed my reputation, such nah, as it man, was in the uh, comedy world. I in feel Chicago. like
1: every podcast that you said that you've done, that you said that, like it's been a thing. Like, yeah, fucking, my reputation is done. You know what? Hey, man, nobody's gonna book me on this sh- on shows. Nobody's gonna book you on these shows. But guess what, bro? <laughs> i'll see you at the top my friend you right, know what i mean thanks, thanks Steve. we're gonna make it bro <laughs> uh
0: well thanks to having you on, man uh where can
1: people follow you or get at you argue with you uh s- send you hate mail <laughs> all right well shit man uh uh if you want to get at me bro hit me if you want to email me i guess to fucking venture frustrations email me at stevencurry at 0286 at gmail.com if you want to fucking post pictures or hate on the shit that I post hit me up on uh instagram at steven that's s-t-e-v-e-n the comic and if you want to get a haircut sometimes i mean, yeah. you know i'm a barber yeah, yeah. i gotta get a haircut so for it, me, if, if you want to if you want to get like a haircut if you're in chicago if you, you know whatever hit me up at uh instagram again at <laughs> negro underscore <laughs> hands. yeah dude fucking <laughs> 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 that shit stands out bro <laughs> <laughs> i know how to market myself that's (laughs) so
0: good dude all right well steve curry thanks so much man take it easy dude hey man you have a good one bro bye
1: peace